Welcome to another edition of Buckeyes, Maryland, and today's a special one because I'm introducing uh, a new co-host, uh, one of my very best friends, uh, goes by the name of Chris. So I'll go ahead and let him introduce himself so the pronunciation of his full name isn't <laughs> mistaken. Uh, how you doing, guys? Um, Chris Velasquez. Um, been a long-time fan. Um Doing, I enjoy the job Mac does with the podcast, and um, I'm just happy that he threw me on board. Oh, of course, man. Definitely. Uh, you know, as, as heated as some of our debates in regards to sports and, you know, video games, things of that nature, uh, you know, are, it, I couldn't have chosen uh, a better coach. So, uh, with that being said, we'll go ahead and dig right into our first uh, topic, and that's uh, the NBA Finals. We're going to go ahead and give our predictions on that. I know that that is ongoing right now as we speak. Uh, the Lakers hold a uh, 1-0 series advantage. And the last time I checked, uh, they're up on the heat, 29-23. So uh, what do you got in this one, Chris? Uh, how many games? Uh, I'm giving the Lakers five. They're too powerful for the Heat. And even though the Lakers have LeBron James, I think the best player on the Lakers is Anthony Davis. Ooh, that's a hot take right there. I know a lot of people would uh, would agree with that now at this point in time, you know, uh, not only because of the Lakers prediction, uh, but because of Anthony Davis. Uh, while LeBron is generally the engine that makes everything go, really the difference maker, especially in this series, uh, uh, you agree? Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so you said in five? Yep. Okay. You know what? I am going to go Lakers in six just because I think the, hate, the Heat ain't gone out like no punks, man. Uh, <laughs> I think they're going to get Jimmy Butler, uh, you know, is, is going to get one win for these guys. And you might be right. It might be a gentleman's sweep, you know, the whole, you know, four to one. But I don't know. I. I, I will. I, I just can't see this Heat team going that easy. But you know what? It's probably it's probably closer to to you know five games than it is six at this point. <laughs> I don't know. They 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 have a lot of uh, injuries they're dealing with right now. I know Goran Dragic is dealing with I think a a uh, plantar tear. Is, so I think he's been ruled out, and Bam Adebayo is not playing in this current game too. So um, I don't know how closely you follow their roster, but uh, who's the biggest X factor for the Heat if they're going to try? If they're going to at least win a game, uh, I, it's actually more than one. You know, you got Jimmy Butler, and um, you got Duncan Robertson, who was killing my Celtics, sadly to say, and uh, Tyler Hero. He's he's pretty good too. So them, them three can bring try to bring the you know game close. I agree. Um, did you check out Kendrick Nunn? Did you see any of his game last time? You know, since he's starting for Drogic now. Yeah, I seen a little bit, but he ain't no match for Rondo. <laughs> I would uh, I would have to agree on that. Uh, you know, Kendrick did. I think he made second team all rookie this year he came out undrafted for those of you who don't know uh but he he was all but an afterthought uh to 
Miami, but he transformed himself into uh, 15, uh, uh, I believe, 15 points per game score for the Heat uh, in route to that all-rookie selection. So uh, he's, he's a guy to be watching out for in the future. And as uh, Chris alluded to, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, those guys definitely could, uh, you know, if they're left unchecked, they could definitely be a X factor for Miami going in. But if if I'm being honest with you, man, you can if you can just stop them from shooting, you know, make them uncomfortable because those are spot up guys. Uh, they're not doing anything. They're one dimensional to me. Yeah. So um, I, I just don't see there's there's any way that Miami can can uh, you know to win this series. I think I'm going to stick to my prediction six games, but there's no way they're walking out of this with the trophy. It's it's a nice story. Uh, no, I don't think anybody picked Miami to be in the finals. I know we certainly didn't. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, it's it's going to come to an end, you know, pretty soon. So. LeBron's going to be penciled in work championship, and I think it's well-deserved at this point. I think everybody was really hoping for a Clippers-Lakers matchup in that Western Conference Finals, and to be honest, you know, I think we were all hoping that Boston or Milwaukee would be coming out of the East. I know you were especially. Man, I told my bosses Boston Celtics had everything. We had, oh, man, we had the better roster. Is that Miami just were, was more hungry than us, and we looked young. So we need more veteran players out there to help us out. Yeah, I'd have to agree there. I think Boston definitely has a good core of young guys. Uh, when you take a look at the the quick rise of uh, both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who especially took a leap forward this year, I think there's bright things uh, in the future. Uh, what is that? Three Eastern Conference championships in the last four years uh, that they've been to. So I don't think yep. they're too far off. But uh, I know that that one hurt you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but with that being said, you know, you look at the landscape of the rest of the East, and uh, do you think Giannis stays with Milwaukee? If if uh, the Bucks, you know, ownership. Um, you know, you know, GM and owner can give Giannis some better players. He'll stay. But other than that, I think he might go. Uh, give me your top three teams that you could see him on. Top three. Uh, he can go to Golden State. Boo. <laughs> he can if uh, Westbrook stays in Houston, he can go to the Rockets. And if Harden stays too. And uh, if he really, and this one's out the ballpark, if he really wants to have a super team, he can go to the Brooklyn Nets and team up with Kyrie and KD. I like that one. Uh, that's a pick that I like. Although, I don't know if you saw uh, the comments that Kyrie made <laughs> uh, recently. Uh, he's starting to rub a lot of people the wrong way, but I think that would definitely be a good, you know, trio of superstars there in Brooklyn. So I like that one. Uh, as far as Golden State, man, I told you before. I think if if he ends up going to Golden State, good boy, you got y'all can mark it down here. I said it. 
<laughs> Mac Perry will not watch NBA basketball if Giannis Antetokounmpo goes to the Golden State Warriors. No. <laughs> it's just too much, man. It's like KD joining the Warriors all over again. Uh, but when you look at things like, uh, you know, you put winning into perspective and where his best chance to do that is, they're definitely both Brooklyn and Golden State offer probably the two best chances to to, to win a title because when uh, Steph Thompson, Draymond Green, and whatever draft pick they choose, you know, take the court next season, they're going to be an instant, you know, title favorite again uh, in the West. Uh, but if I was going to give my three, I think, because to be honest with you, I think he stays in Milwaukee if they can have a decent, you know, if they can have a good season, if they make it to the final snake, States, but if they don't, I think he's gone too. Um, I think teams that would be attracted to him would be Miami. I mean, you look at what they're doing right now. They uh, they don't boast a true superstar. Uh, I don't know if you can really call Jimmy Butler a superstar at this point. He he definitely is a big name, but he's uh, so I think that'd be a great team for him to go to. Um, I would love to see him go to. Uh, to Brooklyn as well. That would be a, a really good pickup for the reasons I just described. And I think my last team for him would be my Cleveland Cavaliers, just because we don't have anybody <laughs> outside of Drummond. Uh, Kevin Love at this point, I do like the direction they're going in with Colin Sexton, but they, they have way too many guards with minutes. And I think they got to, and they have a top five pick. So they got to figure out what type of player they're going to pick. Are they going to go with Obi Toppin, who, uh, you know, a homegrown talent? Uh, will he still? Oh, no, but I, I really hope that they go that direction. Uh, so we gave our NBA finals predictions. Chris says five. That's probably more likely than mine uh, with six. Uh, but now I guess we'll go ahead and move on to a topic or to a a segment that I just started this past week, and that is uh, Say It With Your Chest. And since Chris is the new co-host on this podcast, I'm going to go ahead and give him the honor of going first. What what you got on your chest, man? What, what happened this week? Man, let me tell you. One thing I hate, I hate, is when you try to be polite to somebody, you open a door, and they get mad at you. Like, they don't say thank you or nothing. They just, like, look you down. I hate that. Uh, yeah, manners, man. They're out of the. They're they're no longer existent anymore. I guess that's a just good, rude. Yeah, that's a good one. Did this happen to you this week? Did you do that for somebody? Yeah, uh, uh, older lady. You know, she had to be at least sixty, seventy. I said, "Oh, here, man, I got the door." She just looked at me with a, like a dirty look, and then just kept pushing. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't get that. I you know I think we were both raised to to be polite. You know, knowing your mother, I know she wouldn't have it any other way than for you to be polite, especially to you know your elders. Uh, with that being said, if it, on my chest right now, I got to get it off, especially with this COVID going on right now. Um, I have seen so many people. I don't know how it is right now in Ohio anymore because I haven't been down there in a few months. Uh, in Maryland, in the DMV area, 
people just don't seem to understand that the mask does not help if it's not if it's not covering your nose too. So make sure people out there that you're wearing the mask over your nose too, because you're still breathing in the air and whatever uh, stance you take on mask wearing, you know, whether it be you don't really care for it or you don't think it's helping, whether or not it's just a common courtesy. So that's just something I had to get off my chest. So that's the chest. That's a recurring segment that we have here. Uh, we'll probably be looking to do that every week or so. Uh, you know, there's just so much that happens on a day-to-day basis and we all need somewhere to vent. And for here, uh, for us on Buckeyes in Maryland, this is where we choose to do it at. Uh, okay. Back to sports. Uh, my, one of my favorite things to do is to give NFL predictions because I'm often wrong about them. <laughs> and, uh, as, as my good friend, Chris over here, like to, uh, to poke fun at this past week, I picked the, uh, the Raiders to beat the Patriots and look how the Patriots make me look. So it's, it's just the best. I love making these predictions. So. We'll go ahead and look at week four's game slate and see what we got. So we've already passed Thursday night's game, Denver versus New York. Uh, That's a dumpster fire. Those two teams are trash. I don't think anybody really cared uh, if either one of them won, to be honest. Uh, But Denver did. They pulled it out with a score of 37 to 28. (sighs) Chris, man, listen to this stat line for – uh, Denver's quarterback, Brett Repian, 19 of okay. 31 for two, two touchdowns and three interceptions, and they still scored 37 points. How does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's trash numbers. Exactly. How do you win a game that way? I'll give you. I'll give you a guess. Uh, they have a. They have a very reinvigorated player at running back who is looking to prove a certain Los Angeles team wrong. Yeah. Any guesses on who that player might be? Uh, Melvin Gordon. Exactly. Melvin Gordon is the is the one who won this game for them. 23 carries, 107 yards, two touchdowns. I don't know if that says more about how trash the New York Jets are or if Melvin Gordon III is still a great running back in this league. What, what do you think? I think he's a – I mean, he's – I don't know where I would put him at the top. I don't think he's a top 10, but he's, like, in there. But he's trying to make a name for himself. Um, but, you know, having Chargers, you know, get rid of him, that was a bad move. Um, I would have kept him, maybe worked something out with him, but Melvin Gordon's a dog still. I like him. I agree, man. I think the Chargers probably should have kept him. I like Austin Eckler, but I think that Melvin Gordon is the clear number one back there. Um, It's pretty popular these days to go with a running back by committee approach and not devote a lot of money to that position if you don't have to. But I think there are certain players out there that you just have to pay, and I think Gordon is one of them. Uh, although Denver does have a, uh, running back on the roster, uh, and, and, uh, Philip Lindsay, uh, for those of you who don't know out there, he did make the pro bowl, I believe last season. Um, but how, how do you win a game when your quarterback throws three interceptions? How do you win a game scoring 37 points? That's just insane to me. 
I don't know. Uh, moving on. Next game up, Seattle Seahawks versus Miami Dolphins. Who you got? Of course, I got Seattle. Russell Wilson is on fire right now. Miami guys has no chance. I mean, even though they came off the win against Jacksonville, the Seahawks, that's a Super Bowl contender right there, team. Yeah, I would have to agree. I don't think anybody in their right mind would pick Miami at this point. I, I, uh, who doesn't love Ryan Fitzpatrick? You know, he, he's good for maybe three to four wins on a season for whichever team. He's a journeyman like that. But, uh, yeah, you'd have to be crazy to pick anybody uh, other than Seattle. Uh, okay, give me your score for that one. Uh, I think it would be a big number. So, let's say 38 to 14. You're going to blow out. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll ride that wave. <laughs> I'm going to go even higher. I'll go 40 uh, to 17. I think Russell Wilson throws – Four touchdowns. Okay. You know, uh, next game on. Oh, and I was gonna say, yeah, I do agree with you. I think he, I think he runs. I think he uh, throws for three and runs. <laughs> I could definitely see that happening. Uh, you know, it's not outside the realm of possibility. Uh, I have him penciled in as my MVP this year. Uh, that remains to be seen. Uh, but moving on to the next game on the schedule, Jacksonville Jags versus the. Cincinnati Bengals. Who you got? Uh, that's a tough one because Jacksonville's not looking so hot. And, uh, you know, they lost Miami. That's that. And then the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I don't know where to start. Um, but you know what? I'm going to give it to the Cincinnati Bengals. I like, I'm a, I like Joe Burrows. So we're going to say low scoring game, 17 to 14, Bengals. Okay. Yeah, I definitely uh, – I still have faith that uh, Joe Burrow is probably going to prove the number one selection accurate, and I think he deserved to be picked that high. So I'm going to go 20-17. to 17. Uh, It's going to be a low-scoring game for me. I think that Joe Burrow does just enough. And for those of you who don't know, Joe Mixon is probably a top 12 running back. Uh, they just – Cincinnati just doesn't have a – a great offensive line. So uh, his play goes greatly, you know, it goes, it goes under uh, overlooked. And when you look at Jacksonville, I think a lot of people hate on Gardner Minshew, but he's not a bad quarterback. Um, I don't think Jacksonville finishes high enough to draft Trevor Lawrence this year, just because of Gardner Minshew. Uh, Next game on the list, Minnesota Vikings versus the Houston Texans. Um, you know what? Uh, I got I got Houston. Um, they need to redeem themselves. They're not an. I understand that they're an zero and three team, and yeah, they had to play the Steelers. You know, had to play the Chiefs and play the Texans, but that's it. It's time for them to start winning games. Deshaun Watson's a great quarterback. Let's you know what? Let's get it. Uh, Minnesota's struggling, so let's say thirty to fourteen Texans. 30 to 14. Okay. Another, another big game. I think uh, Houston definitely has the, you know, the wherewithal to make this game a blowout. Uh, Deshaun Watson is a top three quarterback. uh, In my opinion, Uh, I know a lot of people out there defer on, you know, who's one, two and three between Jackson, 
Mahomes and uh, Watson, but Watson just has that big X, you know, that big X factor that he did last season. Uh, and DeAndre Hopkins, I think he's being sorely missed as we can all see right now. Uh, but regardless, they do have, uh, you know, Brandon Cooks, uh, David Johnson, Will Fuller. They have players. They can get it done. It's just all about the coaching, in my opinion. So I'll go ahead and go 30 to 23 in this one. Uh, Houston by touchdown. Okay. Next game on the list. Home uh, home state Cleveland Browns versus the uh, the Dallas Cowboys. We got uh you know, I, I like Cleveland. I love Baker Mayfield and you know, I like OBJ. So but the that you know, Dallas Cowboys, they got some firepower. So this would if this is a I think it might be a defensive game. So we're gonna give it a low score, twenty one fourteen Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, I like that selection. Uh, you know, I'm never going to pick the Cowboys. I, I just hate them. No, I'm just kidding. We got to pick unbiased. Uh, but if I'm looking at this objectively, who has more talent on both sides of the ball, Cleveland or, or Dallas? What do you think? Um, it just depends. They can kind of match each other, but if I was, uh, I think Dallas. Let's put if I had to really put some big money, I'd give Dallas. But I'm taking a leap of faith by going with the Browns. Yeah, um, if I'm looking at this, like I said, if I'm looking at this objectively, uh, I look at Baker Mayfield and what he can do. Uh, you know, moving out of the pocket, they get him a lot on play action passes. I think he just he has enough to overcome this Dallas defense, who's just been terrible these first three weeks of the season. Uh, they have a bevy of weapons. I mean, you look at Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., Austin Hoover, David Njoku. Um, that's just through the air, and they have probably the best one-two punch in the league on the ground in uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. So, I mean, it's it's hard for me to pick against Cleveland, uh, you know, after their uh, their their performance last week. And Dallas just doesn't deserve to win these uh, to, to win this game after how pitiful they've looked on defense these first three weeks. So, I'm going to go Cleveland. Uh, it's not going to be a blowout, in my opinion. I think that Dallas has more than enough on offense to keep this game close. I'll go 30 to 28. Uh, Cleveland uh, big time uh, state rivalry here not so much in Ohio but here in Maryland uh, Baltimore Ravens versus the Washington football team I think this is an easy one to predict go ahead uh, I'm going you know, I would love to see the Ravens lose but um, that's not going to happen Ravens are going to take this uh, they're probably going to blow them out so let's say like 45 to seven because the Ravens are, you know, coming off a loss against a Chiefs team and Lamar Jackson has something to show. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, this is an easy one to predict. Uh, Baltimore coming off that loss. They got blood in mind. They're going to they're gonna be looking to kick the crap out of anybody they play after that. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and go. 
Baltimore by big score blowout 30 to 10. I just don't think Washington can put up points in this one. Uh, I do like Dwayne Haskins. I think he's developed a little bit, although he didn't look that great in last week's game against the Browns. Um, I also love Terry McLaurin, you know, as a Buckeye, how can you not? Uh, he's big time. And I think as time goes on, you're going to see him develop, uh, quite the connection with Haskins on the uni look to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, me and Chris really have debated this. Uh, for these first three weeks, but I think Washington finishes with a top in like top five. I may have said top five, uh, so I you know I won't shy away from that. I'll go ahead and go top five uh, defense, if not for the defensive line alone. I just think they have so much firepower on that line, uh, and even with Chase Young leaving and exiting uh, last week's game. I think he ends up as defensive rookie of the year. Um, but they just don't have enough. I mean, they're going up against league MVP, Lamar Jackson. They're not going to win this game. Uh, next on the list, we have the Indianapolis Colts versus the Chicago Bears. This I, I love this. I, I, I'm going to be tuning into this game. What do you got? Uh you know what? I'm going to go against the undefeated Chicago Bears. I'm going with Colts. Uh, I think the Colts' uh, offense and defense got enough firepower to beat Chicago. And Chicago got lucky in most of the games. So um, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I'm going to say 28-14 to 14, uh, Colts. Okay, okay. I like that pick, uh, but I'm going to be forced – to pick against you um, as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I've been conditioned to appreciate the underdog and that does not change this week. Even though Chicago is undefeated, they're rolling out one of my favorite players of all time and Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles, ladies and gentlemen. So put some respect on his name. <laughs> he had the off year uh, with Jacksonville last season, but he never really got a good run after he had a broken collarbone in his first game. Uh, so I, you know, coming off the performance last week and the come, uh, come from behind victory, I don't think that's going to change uh, this week. So I'm going to go ahead and go Chicago by a close score of 24 to 21. Uh, next on the list, we have the New Orleans Saints versus the Detroit Lions. I would like to think this would be an easy one to predict, but I'm not. Um, so sure. Who do you have? Everybody keeps saying, you, you know, Drew Brees is washed up. Um, I still have faith in the man. He He's the all-time quarterback for us in all records. So um, I'm going with the Saints. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm going to say 21-17. Uh, to 17. Okay. Uh, you know what? That's a pretty solid pick there. Uh, I have been honestly one of Drew Brees detractors this season. I uh, just look at the way he throws the football and I just don't see the same velocity. Um, you are correct. Uh, you know, he has been a generational talent. He's going to go down as one of the top five quarterbacks to ever play the game. In my opinion, um, I think Detroit doesn't have enough to win this game. Um, even with Michael Thomas still being out, I think the Saints uh, find a way to win this game. I'm going to go ahead and go 27-24. 
Uh, I'm not going to disrespect Detroit that much because I still think Matthew Stafford is a good quarterback. And uh, they just picked up Adrian Peterson. Uh, <clears throat> so I, I think that they'll put up a fight, but they're going to lose. Uh, next game on the list, Arizona Cardinals versus the Carolina Panthers. What do you got, Chris? Uh, Kyle Murray is just too dominant right now. Even though Detroit came out with a win against them, I'm still going to give this – I'm going to give this a high game because the Panthers are not there for me. I like Teddy Bridgewater as a quarterback, but this ain't going to work out for the Panthers. Um, they need a dominant more – they need a dominant quarterback. So let's – I'm going to go with 35-14 to 14 Cardinals. Okay. Yeah, I can definitely see that playing out, uh, like you said. Uh, for those of you who don't know, folks, there has been a trend uh, in the recent years. Second-year quarterbacks, for some reason, are winning the MVP. And it happened with Lamar Jackson. It happened with Patrick Mahomes. It almost happened with Carson Wentz before he went down for injury. For him, Tom Brady won that season, uh, much to the chagrin of, uh, you know, us Eagles fans, but uh, to the delight of at the uh, Chris. He has a stat thing, but he's a, he's a New England Patriots fan. Yes, sir. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yes, there's a trend with second-year quarterbacks winning the MVP in recent years, and that could be the same case this year with Kyler Murray. Coming off a not the greatest game uh, last week, uh, but uh, he'll look to have a bounce back game against the Carolina Panthers. And like you said, uh, I like Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's another good story, uh, but I just don't see them being able to do enough, especially without Christian McCaffrey, who's such a big uh, and vital part of their offense. Uh, Arizona with DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, in tow, I just just don't think that Carolina will be over uh, be able to overcome the amount of firepower Arizona has. I'm going to go 30 to 17 in this one. I think Kyler throws three touchdowns, runs for one. Uh, moving on to our next game on the list, and that is the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Uh, I'm going. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to make a joke, but I'll wait. <laughs> oh, um, I'm going, you know, I'm Tom Brady did my Patriots dirty. You're not going to just, you know, stay with us for 20 years in this marriage and just divorces like that. <laughs> so Chargers, um, not a high scoring game because the Bucks defense, they have a top five defense. Um, so we're going to say 17 to 14 Chargers. I am definitely opposed to you in this pick. I think Tom Brady is out to prove a lot of people wrong in this game. Season especially. Uh, I think that Los Angeles does have a pretty good defensive unit and there are starting or probably will start Justin Herbert again for a third straight week. Uh, unfortunate what happened to Tyrod Taylor. Uh, but I think that Herbert is the better quarterback, you know, to run that system. And it, it shows, uh, through the first week of the season with Tyrod Taylor as the starter, that, that, uh, Chargers team looked like one of the worst 
15th in football. Under Justin Herbert, however, they 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 look poised to take another step. Uh, but I don't think that that's enough to overcome Tom Brady and the amount of firepower they have. I'm not sure if you saw Chris, but uh, I think Chris Godwin and Leonard Fournette were both ruled out for that. Make a difference. So I don't think it'll be high scoring. I think it'll be uh, 24 to 21 uh, by way of the Buccaneers. I just think they have too much. Uh, you know, we'll really, I think we're really going to find out in this game, especially if Rob Gronkowski is going to be able to contribute anything this season because you're missing Fournette, you're missing Godwin. Your top option is uh, Mike Evans at this point. So if they're going to feature Gronkowski, now's the time to do it. Uh, but yes, my pick is Buccaneers by a score of 24 to 21. Okay, uh, next game on the list the New York Giants versus the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, the Rams are going to come out with the win. Uh, the Rams should have won last week against the Bills. I know the Bills team are a really good team, but. Um, that last call on the end against passive uh, against the Bills, not Bills, the Rams on pass interference. I don't agree with it. So the Rams got something to show this week against you know a weak New York Giants team. So twenty-one to seven Rams. Yep, there's no way around it. The Rams are going to come out uh, and win this game. <laughs> New York is a dumpster fire. They're going to go on four um, in this you know week four matchup. They're going to lose. They don't have Saquon Barkley. Uh, Danny Dimes is turnover prone. They just don't have anything. It's a shame because I drafted Evan Ingram, and he has given me next to nothing. So I got to find a new type. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and go uh, probably higher than you. Blowout game, especially after what they did to Philadelphia in week two. I'm going to go ahead and go 33-13. Yeah, it's going to be a blowout. They're they're not going to be able to stop Los Angeles. The NFC East as a whole is just terrible right now, and I hate to say that, but that's the truth. Okay, Uh, moving on to a primetime matchup, as I'm sure that uh, Chris knows where I'm going next. I think everybody's really wanting to see this game. This might be America's Game of the Week on Fox. Uh, The New England Patriots versus the Scorching hot Kansas City Chiefs. See, before I let my good friend pick here, I just want to remind him that uh, you have to be objective here. (laughs) So try your best. Give me an honest prediction. If you're going to go, if you're going to go with who I think you're going to go with, I'm not going to put you on it, but I just wanted to remind you of that. Okay. Listen. Let me say, I'm going court is die hard. New England, <laughs> but it's not going to be a high scoring game. I'm going to be honest here. My defense is not the greatest. My offense, I have two rookie receivers, and uh, I think Ryan Rizzo is a third season tight end. Um, look at my receivers. Um, I have a, a first round draft pick last year. He missed most of the season. A bunch of practice squad players. Um, you know, I don't care. Nobody says uh, Julius Julius Edelman is going to the Hall of Fame. Um, so we don't really have anybody, but 
Um, my running backs, you know, we have James White. Um, I'm glad we got him back, even though, you know, it sucks that he lost his dad. Tony Michelle, you know, showing some uh, power last week. And, uh, you know, Rex Burthead, oh, my God. He's scoring three touchdowns for me last week. But the man of the hour, Cam Newton. Um, <laughs> you know, Superman, I'll be dabbing all this week. I'm bringing it back. Uh, I'm going to say we went by 10, 30 to 20. You know what? I'm not going to beat you up over that pick because I think New England has a good as chance as anyone to just to, to thrown the Chiefs this season. I think losses for Kansas City are not going to come by and large, uh, but I think this is probably the one game on their schedule that is definitely losable. Um, Cam Newton, it's hard not to root for Cam after what people, you know, what the NFL did to him. Uh, you know, this this past offseason, nobody wanted to pay this man, and I could not understand it. He's making less than so many backup quarterbacks right now. Uh, it's just disrespectful. Uh, he's a max contract caliber player, and I think that he is out to prove it. I know Cam says it's not an issue right now, and he just cares about football, but there's got to be somewhere down there off that he is not you know that he's not being paid like one so if i'm going to pick objectively in this game it's probably going to be kansas city still but i think that new england makes this a you know two cent kind of fight this is going to be a back alley brawl i think it goes 27 30 I'm going to go ahead and give it to Kansas City. I don't think it's going to be a low-scoring game because I think that Kansas City just has so many weapons. Uh, but I think that New England keeps it low enough to be in the game. Uh, the big matchup to highlight in this game, as I'm sure Chris already knows, is Stephon Gilmore versus Kill or uh, maybe even Jason Kelsey. Well, not Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. I think those that's the big matchup. Everybody wants to see how good Stephon Gilmore is going to match up with these guys. Um, I'm sure Chris is very excited about that. Uh, but let's just be honest here. Patrick Mahomes is, is probably the, the make or break player in this game. I don't think it's Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton does everything he can. But I think it, this day is going to go as Patrick goes. So if Patrick has a bad game, there. Uh, so again, I'm going to go ahead and go 30 to 27 Chiefs. That's America's game of the week. Uh, next matchup we have is the Buffalo Bills versus the uh, Las Vegas. I just, it's it's hard for me to say that now. I don't know about you. Yes, it is. That that is mind blowing. That <laughs> one of the most craziest uh, places to go, and now you have an NFL team. I would love um, to make a trip out there. I don't know about you. We got to do that sometime. That stadium is beautiful. It would be dope, but you know, in Vegas, it's a pretty penny for the ticket. And I bet <laughs> you get some mostly seats. It's still expensive, but um, where do I want to go? Uh, I understand, you know, Josh Allen is 
having a wonderful year and have, you know, put some crazy numbers. You know, my man can throw and he can run if he wants to, but I'm going to have to be biased because he's a uh, buff. It's Buffalo and they're in my division. So Las Vegas Raiders, let's get it. Um, it's not a high scoring game because Josh Allen, uh, he's, he's a good quarterback. Um, and he can bring back, you know, bring them back anytime they're down. So, uh, it's a low-scoring game, uh, thirty to twenty-seven Raiders. Their car can pull it out. I like that pick. Uh, however, uh, just like you said, I think Josh Allen has had a, a pretty wonderful start to the season. I don't think that changes this week. I just don't think Las Vegas has enough. Although I do like Derek Carr. Um, I think he's underrated. I think he's a top fifteen quarterback. Uh, but Josh Allen, if he's going to show people that he's legit, he's got to pull this game out. He's got to win if he's to be taken seriously as taking the next step. And he's another player to be on the uh, MVP watch, just like uh, we mentioned Kyler Murray. Uh, but he's got to win this game for people to take him seriously. I think that you look at this matchup and you would think that – Buffalo has enough just based in terms of pure talent uh, with Stephon Diggs, John Brown, Josh Allen. You know, they, they have a lot of really good players, so they better win this game. I'm, I, I know they're a divisional foe for my good friend Chris over here in that, uh, in that AFC East. It, it's starting to look better, uh, but I got Buffalo in this one in a, uh, a low-scoring affair. 20 to 17. I think they win all the field goal. Uh, next on the list, we have my personal favorite Philadelphia Eagles versus the San Francisco Giants. And just like I, uh, I reminded Chris over here that uh, we're picking objectively. I'm forced to do the same, but uh, before I get to my pick, I'll go ahead and let Chris go. Um, it's a tough one. Uh, not because I, I'm going 49ers. You, let's all be honest. Philly has a lot of injuries. You guys, um, you guys are like having a sucky year. And I thought you guys would be like one of the top three teams, but uh, it's not looking good. Every every week, every week you guys are losing like two or plus players. Um, um, even though the Niners have a big injury list. Big. Um, I think they do what they did to the Giants last week. So I can't really score, but they're going to put up 30 plus points. And you probably only score like two touchdowns. <laughs> uh, you know, just like I reminded him, uh, I have to pick objectively. And as much as it pains me to say this, I just don't think Philadelphia has enough to win this game. Um, like Chris alluded to, we have had so many injuries this season, and they just seem to continue to mount. Uh, don't get me wrong. San Francisco definitely has a pretty uh, big injury list at this point, but Philadelphia far and away tops that. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this injury report, and we are missing uh, three receivers right now, and 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 maybe more. Or we're missing Alshon Jeffrey still. He hasn't debuted this season. 
Deshaun Jackson is not going to play this week. Jalen Rieger is out uh, for a few more weeks with that injured thumb. Um, I believe after uh, watching one of their practice videos the other day, the only receiver they had on the field was Greg Ward. John Hightower, their their uh, other draft selection in this year's draft, was not around. Jackson was out. Arcega Whiteside was out. So I, I just look at this roster up and down, and I just don't think they have enough to get it done. And unfortunately, uh, as, as a big of a fan of Carson Wentz as I am, uh, to be honest with you, Chris, this is a game that has bench Carson written all over it. And, you know, I really hope that's not the case because I don't think he's as bad as he's looked this season. I mean, we're talking about a guy who very well could have won the MVP not even three years ago. But let's let's just be honest. This is a what-have-you-done-for-lately league. And you have a second-round selection, and Jalen Hurts just sitting on the bench waiting for his opportunity. And we both know what kind of city Philadelphia is. If you're playing bad, they're going to let you know. They're going to be calling for the backup. Um, there, people are already ready for Jalen Hurts to, you know, to over the starting quarterback. I don't get it yet. Um, I think, like I said, is better than he's uh, he's played. And you look at the amount of injuries he's had to deal with. Also, um, I didn't note earlier, Dallas Goddard's still out. So he is working with with no names, you know, outside of Zach Ertz. And, you know, if you want to call Miles Sanders, you know, his, his biggest weapon outside of that, you might be correct. But it's, it's just unfortunate. I think if he loses this game, Doug Peterson is going to have a uh, – a quarterback controversy on his hands. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. I love, but uh, I think Carson, if he loses this game, he might lose his job too. Um, no, I honestly, I would give Carson the rest of this year. I mean, everybody can see that Eagles are struggling. You know, on the offensive side, you like you, you just lost your second tight end. You have you're losing. You don't really have no receivers. Um, your offensive line is banged up. Um, Miles Sanders is doing what he can, but you guys need a better backs, more dominant back. So, um, I think this one you might. I think the Eagles might just you know take some L's this year and uh, get a high draft pick. You know, I, I honestly I thought about the other day. Uh, I thought about that the other day and. It wouldn't be so bad for Philadelphia to have a high draft pick in this draft. It's going to be a good one. But I, you know, coming off of three straight playoff appearances, you just, you know how it is, man. You want your team to be successful. But, uh, you know, even if Philadelphia somehow managed to win this division, which is definitely possible because everybody else is garbage right now in this division, too, it, it might be worse to see a, I don't know, potential seven and nine, eight and eight. Uh, Philadelphia team win the division just to get smacked around in a home playoff game. I think I'd rather see them miss the playoffs than see that. Uh, but I'm with you. I think Carson should get the rest of the season. I'm just not so sure if he will be afforded that luxury. I, you know, just looking at what kind of town that is, they're quick to move on. 
And, uh, you know, they're not like you and me. They're, they're, if, if there's another quarterback on the bench who they think can help them win games, they're, they're going to throw cars into the wolves. I hope that's not the case. But we see the last in that. Uh, let, let, uh, let me not forget to mention that that is the Sunday night football game, folks. 820 on NBC. Uh, last game we have on the list is the Monday night football game. Atlanta Falcons versus the Green Bay Packers. I think we're probably going to be unanimous with this one, but I'll go ahead and let you go. Um, the Packers. Um, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. It's a Hall of Famer. Aaron Rodgers. Um, we, I don't know yet. I haven't seen if Devontae Adams is going to play, but what they did last week, they still don't need him. They can let him rest. Um, they're playing Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta... It's not a bad team. I don't know what's going on with them. They're my, like, surprise team. Same thing like last year. Atlanta has everything. Matt Ryan's not really a good quarterback. I can go better than Matt Ryan, but come on. They have – I think they have firepower. They have weapons on all three phases of the ball. Uh, they just choke artists. <laughs> so, I'm going – I'm going with Green Bay 35-7. Uh, to 7. Whew, that is probably the biggest blowout that we've predicted today. Uh, I don't know if it'll be that low scoring. I think that Atlanta, the the offensive firepower that they have, I think you already mentioned that. Calvin Ridley, uh, if you've been watching him the last few weeks, has just been on a tear. So I think they put up more than seven points, but they're going to lose this game. Even without Devontae Adams, if he doesn't play, Green Bay has more than enough. Anytime Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback and you have a, you know, a top 10 running back and, and some might make a case top five running back and Aaron Jones, uh, you're going to be hard pressed to pick against a team like that. Uh, Green Bay will look to go up 4-0 in the NFC North. And I don't think they take an L this week. I think that Atlanta is going to lose forced to reevaluate the future uh matt ryan i'm not so i'm not going to be so harsh on him as you i think matt ryan's a good quarterback i just don't think that they have the right coach dan quinn has let too many big leads go i mean we can start by just going back to that atrocious letdown they had in the super bowl i'm sure you did but uh any, any atlanta falcons fan was beside themselves uh, so I think they're losing this game, and Dan is going to be on the is going to be on the hot seat. Uh, that is the uh, last game we have picked this week, and that is Monday Night Football. Be sure to tune into that. That's probably going to be a blowout, but still, it's Monday Night Football. Who doesn't love it? Uh, with that being said, uh, we'll go ahead and move on to our last topic of the day and that is a segment that I would like to call MVPB now we have this running joke in, uh, in our group of friends that uh, it stems from a movie if you've all have ever seen it I'm sure you have one of the best movies ever in my opinion the other guys paper bitch 
paper, bitch. Paper, bitch. So what we're going to do and what we're going to attempt to do week in and week out is pick one player, maybe even one team, who is our most valuable paper bitch. Hence, MVPB. This week, for me, I think I'm going to have to go Philadelphia just because they tied with the Cincinnati Bengals. How do you let that happen? Doug Peterson elects not to go for a 64-yard field goal instead punting and the decision he later recanted to be the wrong one. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead. They're, they're my MVPB for this week. What about you, Chris? My MVP is, I'm sorry, I gotta go back to you, is the Atlanta Falcons. How in week two, you're, uh, it's a good game against Dallas. You knew Dallas makes an onside kick, and you just watched the ball. You just watched it. <laughs> now let's go back to last week. You're up. You're up against the Chicago, and you just let Chicago come back and beat you. You can't run the ball. That's Gurley, a dominant back. No, you just choke. Atlanta should change their game, change their team to Atlanta choke artists <laughs> because they choke <laughs> every week. I think since they lost the Super Bowl, they have not been That is a funny one. That's a good one. The Atlanta choke artist. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. The Atlanta choke artist, coined by Chris. <laughs> Uh, this is Buckeyes in Maryland, and uh, we're going to go ahead and conclude things from here. Thank you for tuning in. You can view us uh, or stream on any major podcast platform, whether it be Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and we'll soon be on YouTube or on more. Uh, but go ahead and hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe. Love to uh, to hear the reviews. Go ahead and share it up for us. But again, this has been Buckeyes in Maryland. Mac Perry, Chris Velasquez. And uh, to be honest, guys, we'll be adding on another co-host uh, in the future. He couldn't make it this week. Uh, but uh, we have more in store. Thank you for listening.